God. So let's do what the family of God does. Let's worship together. Let's pray. God, you are the creator of everything. You created each of us. Thank you that we were made for you. So we bring ourselves before you. We lay down the good, the bad, the happy, the sad, everything. Would you be glorified? Would you speak to us today? We love you. We love you, God. We're looking for you, Jesus.
let's uh, continue in worship by uh, praying the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
trust your character.
your sacrifice. In your sacrifice. standing here for a moment um, there's so much to be learned from little children I was watching these uh, little children, little baby over here crawl on his hands and feet every time mama puts him down scrawls on hands and feet on all four it reminded me of my grandchildren out in Oregon there's this huge sand dune must be 300 feet high and the six to ten year olds they'll get on that sand dune Christina right and they just crawl on all fours up the top of it because it's so steep. And I like to think that's how I am with Jesus. You know, I'm just, man, I'm on all fours crawling as fast as I can because I need him. And it's like my little granddaughter Cameron when she was on all fours down here crawling to Christina, Max, so she could pick her up and just twirl her in worship. And um, so this is, I'm going to try and tie this together here. This is supposed to be a liturgical moment. <laughs> so, um, one of the things that's used in liturgy is the parable of the ten virgins. In higher churches, they, they use that in their liturgical moment. And a guy said to me recently, he says, if, if you want to know a book, the first thing you've got to learn about it is the plot of the story. So, the plot of the Bible is real simple. God wants a family, and he wants a bride for his son. And we are that bride. So I've got this little sliver of time here called life. And boy, it is like a wisp. I'm 73. It's like a wisp. And the parable of the ten virgins is, am I waiting well? Five of them didn't wait well. And they just got caught up in the things of the world. Here they were supposed to be these bridesmaids. And the bridegroom didn't come when they thought. And they didn't wait well. But five did wait well. And they were full of the oil, the oil of the Holy Spirit. And they invested well. They invested their time well. They invested their lives well. So the parable of the ten virgins is about will you invest well? Will you invest 
in the secret things. And as I've been dwelling on this last uh, few weeks, actually the last couple of months, Lord, you've been speaking to me over and over again, invest in the secret things. What are the secret things? Primarily, Jesus talks about them a lot. The secret things are prayer, fasting, and giving. Will you invest well so you can give well? And so one of the things that comes along with the kingdom of heaven, there's two things that are almost always mentioned when Jesus talks about the kingdoms in your midst. They're healing and they're deliverance from demons. And I was thinking this morning just how I need this continual deliverance from this demonic oppression to compare myself with other people. Just to compare myself with other people and not be grateful and satisfied with the wealth that I really have, the wealth of clean water and where I live. But there's this other thing, healing. Jesus just wants to come and heal me. I could tell you testimonies of healing in my wife and I that are insane. My wife suffered with serious gallbladder attacks for a long time. And a group of guys came over her. I think Mike Arntz here, he may have been one of them. They came over and prayed over her years ago, and she was healed. About 15 years later, she goes in and has some scans and another thing, and the doctor says, oh, by the way, when did you get your gallbladder out? You don't have a gallbladder anymore. She didn't get her gallbladder taken out. Jesus took her gallbladder out. It was crazy. Um, so I know there's people here who need healing, who, who need healing today in your bodies. And so if that's you, raise your hand. If you need healing in your body, somebody around them just gather around them I tell you the Lord wants to touch people and he's full well capable and willing and ready and so Jesus you know I love doctors but the first thing I found out about having a doctor in my family is how much they don't know but Jesus knows the Lord knows and so Lord we cry out That your Holy Spirit would just uh, fill this place. And we believe for miracles today, Lord, right now, today, this very moment. We know there's going to be testimonies that come forth from this very moment of healing. We believe there'll be testimonies of healing this day, Lord. Come and touch your people and set them free from pain, from suffering for ailments that have bothered them, strengthen, strengthen people. Strengthen their legs, their bodies. Give them renewed strength like the strength of their youth. Come, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we fix our eyes on you this day. Deliver people from pain and from suffering, Lord. Those who live with it daily, let it end this day for your glory and for your praise, O oh Lord. We pray in the name, in the precious name of our Savior and Lord, our bridegroom, our bride, our bridegroom. Come, O oh Holy Lord. Come, O oh Holy Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you.
Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Hey, and my name's Tim. I'm one of the guys here. <laughs> and so uh, grab somebody's neck and hug them and welcome them. Prepare our hearts to hear the word of the Lord this morning. <laughs>